0: Do you want to get cognitive dissonance streamed to your iPhone or BlackBerry? If so, download Stitcher free today at Stitcher.com.
1: Hey, glory home, my
2: bitches. So, okay, check this out. Thought experiment, deep shit coming at you. What would happen, okay, if you take those, those like, sharp knife infomercials that you, you get on, like, TV at 2 a.m., right, and you put that kind of advertising in a Muslim country, like within two weeks, if that, that day, that same day, they would they would be incorporating, like, the headings into their, <laughs> into their, their <laughs> sorry, it's awful, but it would
1: be, it would be, like, part of the, part of the, the infomercial, you know, it would be like,
0: hey, look how it look how I dust through this tomato, and the shoe is much
3: faster. I, I don't know
2: why they're Mexicans. I don't, I don't do an Arabian voice, all right? So it's a Mexican dude, but you, know, you get what I'm saying, okay? Uh, I, somehow that seems more racist to make it, I don't know. Anyway, I'm just, like a cut to the, the infidel in such a hurry. <laughs> One infidel, two infidels. But 1999, you can cut your own
3: infidel. <laughs> Hi, Tom and Cecil. This is Jock the Scotty Dog mascot from the Commonwealth Games, remember? I'm calling him to apologise for being a wee, cute, harmless dog who somehow managed to offend the Muslims at the Games and I'm just wondering if they'd like to apologise to me for hanging my friend Larry the Lamb upside down, slitting his throat and letting him bleed out painfully, slowly, whilst mumbling medieval platitudes over his twitchy, agonised, gripping body. Probably not, up well, Coffee
0: dogs. I thought it love the show. See by the news. You motherfucking asshole. I, uh, this is Mike in California again, as you probably remember or
2: know.
3: I am a television provider. I work for a television provider and my Samsung Galaxy S5 does this funny thing. When I unplug my earphones,
2: it plays for like 10 seconds after that. But for some reason, this
1: time around, it didn't play immediately. So I get to my customer's house, I unplug my earphones, put it in my pocket, walk into the door, and then all you hear is,
3: a long black cock, a long black cock, a long black cock.
1: Oh my gosh, I was turning fucking red. So thank you, and glory hole. The Bible says not to
2: worship idols. Carrie Underwood I'll be damned Jesus take the wheel because me and Carrie are climbing in the back and that's a dream come true for Carrie because the nightmare is still technically a dream I think I hesitate to let Jesus take the wheel because his blood alcohol level has got to be through the roof I only had two glasses of his blood and I'm fucked up back off Jesus I'm keeping my keys glory hole
4: Recording from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode 169 of Cognitive Dissonance, and I think it's... Somewhat uh, appropriate that this end in a sixty-nine, considering the last week uh, that I have had. Cecil, this is actually probably the safest show that we've ever recorded because
1: <laughs> we are now both sterile. And we are, no matter what. We can't get each other pregnant now, Tom. That's true. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> no matter how uh, no hard we try, it's
4: not going to happen. We could give we can give each other AIDS, yeah. but we can't. G- <laughs>
1: No matter how much oh, of a circle jerk this show is, we cannot, no matter what, get It's not going to happen yeah. now. Yeah. It's
4: not. It's done. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's, it's funny because uh, yesterday I went and uh, I had a vasectomy in the middle of the afternoon. Incidentally, Cecil, I didn't take the day off of work for it. Wait. I what? just figured. <laughs>
1: To it. did they come into your office like what? no I, you know, I
4: was i was hoping like they had like a mobile vasectomy unit oh like yeah it's like, just, like
1: a like a hot dog cart right you know like
4: food <laughs> just, trucks but exactly. just more horrifying actually right, yeah um but no they, they didn't have that i was just fucking lazy and didn't want to burn a day so like went in for a half day and then just fucked around on my email after oh. the uh after the event during but you know, you're stuck while on the you, couch. While you're, were you emailing during no, but I was right up until like I mean up until the moment that they came into the room, I was answering an email, actually. Wow. And then and it's only like it only procedure only takes like forty-five minutes to an hour. So it's like, you know, lunch break basically. And then boom, back on the phone. That's how we do it, man. Wow. But uh, you know,
1: like I, I, see, I work in higher ed. I'd have taken off like three weeks for that. <laughs> I figure it's going to be
4: a shitty day. I may as well get paid for it. Yeah, you know. I mean, well, if I, I only have, I have a finite number of paid days off, there's no way that I'm going to use a paid day off to go have something fucking horrifying done to my genitals. <laughs> like, there's no way. There's no fucking way. And I want a goddamn check when this is done. Yeah, man. you are
1: going to um, get some ball torture done. You and you know, well. I did. It.
4: It did after after it was done. You know, I did kind of look up and I was like. Thanks, Obama. Because, you know, this shit's <laughs> fucking paid for now. It's 100%.
3: Thanks,
4: is it really? Through the Affordable Care Act, the uh, the procedure is covered at 100% instead of the 80% or whatever that oh, would have wow. really been covered at. Because it's a contraceptive procedure. So, boom. Save fucking 20% on that, motherfucker. <laughs> 20%. I save 20% on my ball torture. <laughs> that was great. But, you know what? I, I got stuck sitting on the couch, which I'm not really very good at. So... You know, you get stuck for a, a day or two just kind of sitting around doing nothing. And uh, Did it you make
1: know. you testy? Oh, hey, oh. <laughs> See what I did there?
4: <laughs> so I got bored, and uh, I said, well, let's let's watch a movie. And so we, we rented uh, Noah from Amazon, you know, the Stream It or whatever service they have. We rented the movie Noah, and uh, we're going to have to talk about that movie, Cecil.
1: Yeah, well, we're I think we're going to do a... It's in the works right now. We're not sure if it's going to happen, but we're hopefully going to do a uh, midweek show this next week, uh, so it would be released sometime either Wednesday or Thursday. And it may, may have not only a Noah in the uh, that we'll be reviewing, but it may also have another Noah from the Scathing Atheist joining us to uh, tear that movie a new asshole. <laughs> so- <laughs> do you know what would actually be
4: a lot of fun? Instead of reviewing the movie Noah, we should actually review... Noah. Like, we should have <laughs> Noah from like, Skae the Atheist on to just fucking review <laughs> him. Review him. That would be a fucking riot to do that, actually. I don't like your hair, sir. <laughs> I'm gonna, we just take him apart piece by piece. Just, <laughs> evaluating and ranking him. Oh, We'll call his wife and, you know, rank his sexual performance. It'll be awesome. Um, but, you know, I can safely say, um, and I'm not going to give out a, a whole lot of spoilers here. But uh having a vasectomy is actually a more pleasant experience than watching Noah.
1: <laughs> it's just it's just straight up fucking Noah the movie would not do again. We do have some other nuts to talk about though. I think we, we should
4: <laughs> Now that we're done talking about my nuts, we're talking about the world. we can, can talking about, the about these nuts. <laughs> we can talk about those nuts. <laughs> you know, the best part about this is it's it's unfortunately gotten Uh, you know, up to six of our listeners now, you know, out of the seven. You know, uh, unfortunately picturing the the very fact that I have genitals. So now I fucking basically burned out their they're d- minds. They're eye. doing a better
1: job than you because you can't even see them. I so. haven't <laughs> seen them in years. I actually, I asked the doctor, I'm like, how's everything looking down there? <laughs> can you just can hold it? up a mirror? Can you can... just, just help me out.
4: <laughs> it was actually like a series of mirrors, like yeah. fucking getting down to the bottom of an Egyptian it's tomb.
1: Like, it's like, it's like an Indiana Jones and shit. <laughs> right. It's like, it's like a bounce, bounce the light bounce at like seven different angles. <laughs> Your balls, so they can do the surgery. Oh man!
4: I was just glad they found him, you know. And uh,
1: <laughs> did they charge you more for the search? No, like,
4: the, you know the, the nice thing is I brought in my own. Uh, I brought in my own man lift to hold my gargantuan yeah. belly up off of the procedure table. So and you brought in you your know. own
1: bloodhounds to search out the
4: sniff it out, dog no, sniff just- it out walking around with a jock of yours <laughs> it's, like, it's like this dog has found fucking like an eighth of an ounce of <laughs> marijuana in like a fucking two tons of fucking in roast like, coffee in beans. like a
1: shipping container <laughs> Right?
4: <laughs> i mean he struggled but he got the job done right, that's all i'm saying oh right. Uh, this story comes from independent.co.uk. Outrage in Saudi Arabia at the appearance of female newsreader without headscarf on state television. Ah! <laughs> her hair! We like can the, see her hair! It looks like the girl from Black Swan, doesn't it? Yeah, she's, a, I mean, the thing is, like, the, the she's actually, she's a, she's a pretty girl, I guess, and she's, you know, reading the news. In and her, she's not wearing a fucking scarf on her. Beard. In her turtleneck, right? I mean, but she's still like, like, like she's the total like amount a, of flesh that you can yeah. see in this picture it's like is like hands and face. Right? You can yeah. see her hands. You can see her face. You can't even properly
1: see her neck. She's like, well, not like wearing like a hoochie mama top or something, right? You know, she's not like she's not like wearing nipple tassels out this there. This isn't
4: Playboy News. Yeah,
1: exactly. Right. This is
4: not like all of a sudden she showed up right. and she's got like a fucking dick in her mouth while she's like doing the news. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, I it's have a- that bookmarked, by the way. it's <laughs> a different story. It's <laughs> a different
4: story. Um, but yeah, people are fucking, I mean, they're outraged. They're outraged, Cecil, because uh, you got to wear a headscarf and you got to wear a veil and you got to wear a fucking... Viking helmet, you gotta wear a fucking <laughs> look, fucking motorcycle, motocross jacket, and a fucking and a doctor's full suit of armor. mask,
1: Yeah, and a <laughs> gas mask, like an, an old timey one, like, like one of those creepy old timey <laughs> gas masks. You have to wear that all the time. You, you
4: actually, it's, it's getting to the point where you have to wear, like, you have to actually wear like a fucking full Abrams tank. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you have to wear. You have to be covered <laughs> to the point where you actually cannot be, you are so covered, you cannot be penetrated. Not only
1: by man, but by small arms. Yeah. <laughs> you know what like, you have to do? You have to take yourself and like dip yourself in liquid latex all the <laughs> way, like your entire body. And then you can just like take a toothpick and clear out your nose holes. And that's, that's it. That's, the that's of what it. you get. No, that's, that's just you, too look like that. you look actually. like the tar baby. You know what I <laughs> mean? <laughs> <laughs> God. You know, at some point, yeah. does the, doesn't the word
4: outrage cease to be
1: meaningful? Yeah. Well, I, you know, there's a lot of things that they can't do, right? They can't do a lot of things. But one of the things they said is it's illegal for women to drive in Saudi Arabia, and Islamic codes for behavior address are strictly enforced by That's the cause religious— That's because their whole body's a blind spot. <laughs> That's true, right? <laughs> They have to have like little mirrors on the side of their head, like little, little like concave <laughs> mirrors, so they turn very sharply. You know, it kind of kind of sucks too because they can't even drive themselves to the grocery store, and they're already wearing the fucking grocery sack. <laughs> That's a cruel joke you're playing on those people.
4: That's actually so they don't, so they don't go to the grocery store because you could fucking hide a whole goddamn turkey in yeah. these
1: clothes. <laughs> <laughs> and cle- you could clean out the fucking yeah. Safeway in twenty minutes. Yeah. Wasn't she not? This lady was in a British studio. She wasn't actually in Saudi Arabia. No, right. It was just aired there. It was it. It was
4: just fucking aired there. It was, so it was like they're upset that something happened in a different place that they were exposed to.
1: Fuck, man.
4: I mean, can you imagine? Because, like, you know, here's when I get upset I get upset when things happen in another place that I get exposed to, like. When I find out that the fucking nut jobs in ISIS and Iraq are beheading children. Like right. when I read that, I'm like, uh, I'm outraged because that's fucking horrible. Because you fucking that's an outrage
1: worthy thing.
4: <laughs> right. Cause you're like, that's a fucking outrageous <laughs> event. Like, oh, they're beheading children and putting their heads on spikes. I can't. I can't feel anything but hate and outrage when suddenly I
1: hear that. we're in Game of Thrones. Right. That's
4: great. <laughs> right? I'm glad where's your dragon, sir? But it's not like it's not like, oh man, that woman in Britain is not wearing a headscarf. It's like because she's in fucking Britain, dude. Yeah. yeah. She's in Britain. They're worried that the fucking
2: that that they're gonna get exposed to pictures they don't like. But what the scriptures are anxious to say, it's far more important that we be spiritually strong as a nation then that we'd be militarily strong. It's not enough to be militarily strong. If we are militarily strong, but we are spiritually weak as a nation, uh, we are going to go down. And that's why it's critical, I believe, to have a commander-in-chief who is a Christian-in-chief first and then is our commander-in-chief. So this story comes from Charisma News. First Amendment,
4: Christianity, and Satanism. Um, this is sort of the opposite, by the way, of like a Daily Mail headline, where the Daily Mail headline tells you everything. And here they just like here's three words <laughs> like, all right fair fair enough um so this is some bullshit it's by like brian a category
1: Fisher. it's almost like a category in a game show right it's, it's just like,
4: like it's like uh you're playing jeopardy you're yeah like, it's like the
1: first three are first um, amendment christianity satanism grab bag you know, yeah like. right yeah
4: i'll take satanism for 600 bing, exactly. bing, you got the daily double um, so this is a fucking nut job article by Brian Fisher. and in it it's it's sort of funny because it contends what Brian Fisher is contending in this in this uh, article is that <clears throat> the recent push by the Satanists, so the Satanists have basically l- latched onto the hobby lobby decision. They said, hey, look, if if you can't make a corporation um, do something or provide a service because that service um, is is against their closely held religious beliefs, then we, as Satanists, and they're and, and they're using Satanism tongue in cheek, right? But we, as Satanists, we believe that uh, people, all people, should have access to uh, scientifically accurate medical information. And so, as a result, the abortion laws that have been passed um, are, uh, you know, they they should be stricken down because they are in violation, and we should not be uh, held to them. So they're in violation of our sincerely held religious belief that scientifically accurate medical information be given to women. And Brian Fisher acknowledges that their argument is actually a good argument in this article. But then he goes on to say, Cecil, that, yeah, but when we said freedom of religion, what we really meant was Christianity only. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he doesn't even couch it. Like, he just says it like, yeah, but it's really just for Christians.
1: Yeah. And I mean, you know, you're looking over years and years and years worth of documents from the founding fathers, from, you know, different areas. And basically you're saying, look. Here's the deal. I found a couple of instances where maybe, you know, if you believe my argument, you'll believe this. I don't believe what he even writes anyway. So um, so I'm not even going to uh, approach it that way. The way I'm going to approach it is the way I approach all founding father stuff, which is who cares what the fucking founding fathers thought? Who care? What we care about is what's happening now. You know, the founding fathers might have had an idea, but, you know, we can change that idea if we think it's a better idea nowadays to do it a different way. Um, we recognize that that liberty and that freedom is important. It's an important aspect of our society as a whole, and to have the freedom to uh, to practice your religion is very important. Clearly important to these uh, to the Supreme Court as it stands, right? The freedom to practice your religion is very important. In fact, they think the freedom to enforce your religion on the people you employ is very important. Uh, so. When we say, you know, we think that certain things are very important, the freedoms that we'd like are very important. It's not just one particular set of values is important. We think freedom itself is important. Um, So I think it's easy to step away from what they said and say, even if they did come right out and say Christianity, which they didn't. But let's say they did. I would be okay with saying, okay, well, they said Christianity, but clearly there were no fucking Muslims here at the point. Clearly there were no Hindus here at that point. Clearly there were no Buddhists. Clearly there were no Satanists. Clearly there were no Wiccans. Clearly there were no humanists. We need to pay attention to these subgroups because they're important subgroups too because everybody in America is important.
4: Well, will you stop suggesting that the founding fathers were not political popes? Because I find that <laughs> offensive.
1: Or unbelievably prescient, right? Where they just they just fucking completely looked into the future and were like, yeah— We know that the future is going to hold a bunch of different religions. We just don't give two fucks. Why is that such a difficult concept? Like for like America is like obviously every
4: nation has to have, you know, like their story. Right. Like it's the same thing as like every company now wants to have their founding story. You know, like we got founded in a garage and, you know, we had fifteen dollars and a bucket of right. And, you know, rusty nails to our name. And we invented, you know, the Ferrari and the spaceship and we did it. You know our way, blah blah blah. So like, but everybody wants to have like their origin story, you know their their how we began story, and that and I get why that's important. I get why that appeals to people, but I think there's something uniquely American about this this just constant cock gobbling of the fucking founding fathers that is just mind numbing because what it does, and I totally agree with you, man, it stops people from having better conversations. Instead, it like we get mired down in this bullshit about. You know, well, what did the founding fathers really say? And then you've got, you know, this ass hat, Brian Fisher, on the one side, and you've got other people, like, pulling out the Treaty of Tripoli, and, like, they're fucking swinging their dicks around, and they they never stop and say, hey, you know what? Who gives a flying fuck? What do we think? Because we're in the here and now. I'm planning for my future. I'm planning for the world I want to build, the world I want to create, and the world that I want to pass down as a custodian to my children and children's children and your children, blah, blah, blah. Like that's the like that's the mindset you have to have. This fucking well, what did they think in 1776? <laughs> what, what really? What, what were
1: was, their thoughts? Were you know, nearly thinking? 300
4: yeah. fucking years ago. Yeah,
1: when they were still trying to beat sickness out
4: of you or whatever. Right. You know, like, right when the cure for <laughs> schizophrenia was a fucking ice water
1: bath. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and a fucking big mask you had to wear on your
2: <laughs> face.
3: You know, in the name of Jesus, we speak that. O Lo corre mene j di kidna ki di beta sa uka shaka hooka
2: hoka uka saka
3: hoka hoka uka chaka uka uka
4: I love this story and there's fucking nothing to it it's fucking delightful um this comes from uh WFTX TV Fort Myers Affiliates, church baptism fountain being used as a pool. Um, and I I, I saw this, Cecil. My first thought was like, that's because your fucking baptism fountain looks like a swimming pool, yeah. <laughs> it does you look like a little it, waiting pool. it looks like a fucking big giant swimming pool. There's fucking, I'm counting them right now one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine people in this fucking baptism fountain.
1: How many people <laughs> are you baptizing at one time? <laughs> It's like the entire crowd of Lollapalooza, if like you could just <laughs> baptize them all together at one time. To be honest, though, the people at Lollapalooza probably should use this baptism font just yeah, to right? wash up it, well, a Well, the water bit.
4: wouldn't be so clear.
1: Just get the patchouli off of you, for yeah. Christ's <laughs> sake.
4: There's like a fucking oil slick across <laughs> the top of it after it's, it's, like- it's done light it on fire you're just like oh my god (laughs) you know it's so funny because like the 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 way this all came to light and this is the part i think is funny is because a bunch of parents um reached out to the local community and they're like we just we really want to make sure that this pool is being properly maintained and the water is safe and the church was like that's not a pool (laughs)
1: Wait a minute. That's our Jesus fountain. I hope that they, like, turn the cross into a, like, their big cross into a jungle gym. Then, like, <laughs> the they're,
4: using, they're using a crucified Jesus as a floaty. <laughs> There's, like, three kids on it. It's like, oh, man, it's so convenient that this thing floats. It'd be oh, fucking amazing. That would be to awesome. To just walk into a church with a fucking bunch of kids and, like, <laughs> shithead teenagers and just treat it like a fucking jump zone.
1: Just let them... T- <laughs>
4: Playing dodgeball. Just running around like fucking crazy people, fucking spilling goddamn pizza and snow cone juice on (laughs) everything. Their mouth is stuffed with
1: communion wafers (laughs) as they're
4: running around (laughs) spitting them out.
1: Uh, Fucking nerf battles everywhere. That'd be crazy because, you know, you got to wonder too because, you know, if you have a baptism font, you're just touching somebody to the water whatever, this water's got to have some, like, pretty high levels of chlorine in it now I would imagine because you can't have like a public pool because I mean come on the kids are gonna poop and pee in the pool oh dude
4: it are you kidding the thing is you can't even if you were never intending to use this as a pool You can't have a big body of water. This is thousands of gallons of water. You can't have several thousands of gallons of water sitting around in the Florida fucking heat and expect (laughs) it to be clear for seven minutes unless you dump all the chlorine in it. What if there's a a gator in there? (laughs) Then it would be just like a regular Florida pool. (laughs) What's the fucking difference? I think we got off the track when we allowed our government to become a secular government. Uh, when we stop realizing that God created this nation, that He wrote the Constitution that it 's based on biblical principles and and um and and we allowed those that don 't believe in those things to to p- keep pushing us, pushing us, and pushing us away from from
2: uh, the government. So this story
4: comes from the friendly atheist blog, Republican Whip sends Bible to every member of Congress to help them with their decision making. I said that again. Um, Republican whip sends Bible to every member of Congress to help them with decision making. Dude, that's 400 and change Bibles. Isn't that
1: 500 Bibles? No, come on. The Gideons do that shit with every fucking room in every hotel all across the country. I wonder if he got them from a bunch of hotel rooms. That would be awesome if he stole them all from hotels. if he fucking stole a
4: bunch of Gideon Bibles? Oh, that would be the best. That would be spectacular. Um, so, you know, it's like, and he sent this fucking shithead letter. Let me read part of the shithead letter. I find that the best advice comes through meditating on God's word. Please find a copy of the Holy Bible to help guide you in your decision-making. This copy is blah, 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 blah. To help guide you in your decision-making, Cecil. What the fuck? Has there ever been a time where you've been like, man, I wonder what the Bible says about corn subsidies? What should we do? <laughs> About corn. stuff, you know, it's interesting because Russia just just passed a law preventing import of goods as, as part of their response to the, uh, uh, you, you know, uh, sanctions that have been leveled against them for their uh, actions in, in the Ukraine. So I wonder what the Bible has to say about Russian import law yeah oh (laughs) fucking nothing because
1: it's a useless bronze age book of stories there's not even like a good recipe in it right like it's not even like it's not you can't even relegate it to like a cookbook
4: yeah what should we have for dinner oh i don't know unleavened bread (laughs) i'm making this wonderful
1: (laughs) ark it's delicious i've stuffed it i've stuffed it with two of every animal (laughs) it's made of fantasy Yeah, I mean, like there's, there's, there's nothing in there that would be. I mean, you know, yeah, there's probably a few things in there that you could look through and be like, oh, this is exactly how you're supposed to do. It. Like if, like, let's say that the people on Capitol Hill we're trying to make sure they didn't sully the tent of meeting and they fucking sacrifice their fucking crow the right way. Then yeah, they could probably, fucking, they could probably look to the Bible for help. You know? Yeah. Make sure you throw the guts on the fucking left side of the altar and right. fucking burn this shit in a fucking burnt offering to the Lord or else fucking he's going to curse you and the rest of your fucking family forever. What to do with a gelded ram? Let yeah. me
4: see. Gelded <laughs> <Exactly>. ram. <laughs> I can ram. find that. Oh, I mean, like what fucking decision? Like, w- seriously, is there a single fucking even like the most recent like that, you know, where where Obama's like, yeah, we got to fucking call in limited airstrikes on the fuckheads in, in Iraq. You know, like that's a com- that, that's a complicated decision. It's a tough decision to make. What does the Bible have to say about that shit? Has fucking nothing to say about anything in the modern world. Nothing at all. Like, look up fucking, grab the fucking index of your recent fucking Bible and pop it open
1: and look for air strikes. Yep. Not well, in you know, there. Well, the thing is, is like, like, it, because there's so much just vague metaphorical bullshit in the book that they can basically pull whatever the fuck they want oh, out sure. of yeah. it to talk about whatever situation that they want. They do it with all different kinds of things already. And we see this, you know, weekly, we see them doing that sort of thing. So this is really just a reminder to show people like, look, I'm just letting you know, all of us over here on this side, we think it's a Christian nation. So that's not going anywhere. Yeah, This is, I mean,
4: honestly, this is the exact
1: same way that fortune cookies work. Yeah. It's the same it method of as fortune is. astrology. Cookies. Yeah, same thing as astrology. You're, you're fucking your your whatever the fuck that uh, horoscopes in, yeah, the, in the paper. Right. It's the same way. Yeah.
4: But you know, the, you know what the difference between fortune cookies and the Bible? You can eat a fortune cookie. <laughs> it's fucking useful. It's not delicious, but it's useful.
3: I'm Raymond Massey, and I have a special message for senior citizens. Today's doctors, drugs, and medical devices truly work medical miracles for young and old alike. But there are some as phony as a $3 bill. Investigate before you invest in health services or products. Help stamp out quackery. So
4: this story comes from sciencebasedmedicine.org. And I want to apologize because I had posted a link this week to a different story. I had posted a link to um this essential oils multi-level marketing page um and they were selling their oils. They were advertising their oils for use to prevent Ebola. Um and I guess I wasn't the only one who uh, stumbled across this particular uh page and so it kind of blew up all over the place and they password protected it and so by the time I had actually posted it um on Facebook and Twitter uh, the, the link was no good anymore, and the site's now password protected only for the members of their pyramid scam. So um, you can't actually see it unless you want to get, like, all your friends and family to fucking rub peppermint oil on your face or something.
1: Um, I kind of do, actually. But it's popping
4: up all over. So anyone who's, you know, alive pretty much right now knows yeah. that uh, there's an Ebola outbreak in, in West Africa. It's the worst Ebola outbreak in the history of the disease. It's spreading, you know, from uh, country to country. About like 17, 1,800 people have been infected, I think, at this point. So um, this, of course, Cecil, calls all the fucking nuts to arms at this point. Like they're fucking rubbing essential oils on themselves <laughs> to prevent themselves from getting goddamned
1: Ebola. Yeah, panic really is sort of the quack invitation, isn't it? Like it's when the panic starts to hit. And it really, I mean, I was watching, I was... I was at the movie theater last night and um, the movie theater I go to has like this sort of adult section at the top where you can just go away and like you're at this like sort of bar area and there's a bunch of TVs and I'm looking at the TVs and, you know, there's like talk shows and what going on. But there's one TV in the corner that's showing this footage and then they cut to like shit that's happening in like Gaza and then they show like Syria and the destruction. I'm just thinking like this is like a fucking end of the world film reel they have here. You know what I mean? Like, you see these people in the fucking, in the rubber ducky outfits, the fucking Ebola people, (laughs) they're, like, completely fucking wrapped up as tight as possible in these outfits. I mean, you've seen these people, right? Like, with the duct tape all over them, and they're, like, completely, like, like, as fucking hermetically sealed as you can be and still be breathing, right? These people are completely fucking wrapped up, and Ebola is a terrifying... You know, disease. It's something we don't really have a fucking handle on, Um and then you get like idiots, like d- like fucking Donald Trump, Trump, who's just like, "Here's the thing. I'm just gonna say some shit," and then it gets fucking. Did you see how many retweets one of these guys got? The fucking 2,300 retweets for this.
4: I know, you know, and it's so funny because it's 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 obviously a total lack of information about Ebola. Like, Ebola is a scary disease, but Ebola is not past. Uh, you know, by breathing, it's not like you cough in the room and the next guy gets fucking Ebola like Ebola is spread um through contact with body fluid, so it's spread um by through contact with you know semen, sweat, or blood. You can't get Ebola from shaking somebody's hand. it's not how it works. One of the reasons that it spreads through West Africa with such virulence is that there's a there's a practice at funerals where people go up and they kiss the dead, they kiss the forehead or the cheek. Of the dead person. Well, if you're putting your fucking a mucus membrane of your mouth on the fucking forehead of somebody who just had a fucking hemorrhagic fever and that's how they died, that's, that's an awesome way to survive. That's unclean?
1: Boa. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll stop doing that. I was, yeah. I've been kissing dead people all week. <laughs> I didn't realize. No, no, no. You can still kiss the dead, just don't use tongue. Yeah. <laughs> it's like licking their face off.
3: It's like, ah.
4: But it's just so funny. It's like the guy is like, he doesn't know fucking anything about anything.
1: Yeah. He doesn't even know how to fucking fake having hair properly. Yeah. <laughs> and people fucking listen to this guy. Did you see? Down at the bottom of this, there's this uh, Facebook post from uh, nurses against the mandatory vaccines. That's a thing, oh by the way. God. A Facebook group called yeah. that. What the fuck is that? Um, and they, I, I, I like, uh, there's somebody who comments at the very bottom says, forced vaccination is part of the government's plan. It's best to look for another career, nurses, just in case. And the person who wrote the article says, I actually agree with the last commenter. If you're a nurse and anti-vaccine, you're in the wrong career. Fuck
4: yeah, you are. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Because you're just going to spread bad information. Yep. You're like, you're in a position yep. of authority, Yep. and you're spreading bad information. You know, and unfortunately, Trump's in the same position, right, for whatever fucking crazy celebrity cock-gobbling reason I don't understand. People love that guy, and they do look
1: up to him as an authority. Well, he, you know, I think the reason why they look up to him about the Ebola thing is that he looks like he survived Ebola. <laughs> Trust me, I've had all the diseases. I've had every <laughs> disease. I had them all put in a cocktail, and I drank it I drank what the do you whole want? fucking thing. You know,
4: Cecil, that thing about the fucking essential oils, I really wish you could have seen it, because it was like... Yeah, you should use fucking thieves oil and this other thing. And it's like, wait a minute. Slow down. Yeah. Thieves oil was the oil mixture that was used, the essential oil mixture, at least this is what it's purported to be, that was used by people robbing tombs so that they didn't catch the fucking diseases of the uh, graves and things. They didn't catch the diseases of the. Well, that sounds old timey. That's right. (laughs) Like, that's what you're fucking banking it on. You're banking it on a fucking bunch of degenerates who are fucking grave
1: robbing your grandma. You know what you need to do is rub horse feces on your
4: face. Right. <laughs> you know what we should we should just worry about which fucking which one of the humors is causing ebola and then exterminate all the I, cats in our city on, and where I've pinpointed it it's all of the humors. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the humors. God, this shit makes me so crazy, man. Well, fucking essential. And then you know they're selling fucking buckets of these oils, man. They're selling this shit in buckets to a bunch of fucking dipshit suburban moms who are going to fucking lather up their unvaccinated kids with a bunch of goddamn tea tree oil.
1: Yeah, well, and it's scary, right? You see it on TV. Like I was seeing the other night, I saw that shit on TV, and I was like, fuck, that's scary. It looks terrifying. Fuck yeah. So I'm going to be motivated after I leave the the place to... to At least think about it. At least it's going to motivate me to think about what's going on over there. And then if somebody, if I'm I'm in a vulnerable state, then I'm in a vulnerable state of mind. I'm in a vulnerable state because I'm worried. And all you have to do is just pinpoint that worry as one of these fucking quacks. And you can, you can build fucking a ton of money out of people. Because, you know, and it's the same thing happens when people panic about, you know, we talked to uh, Bob Blaskowitz about what happens with Brzezinski and those other places and whatnot. But, you know, it's really about panic because, you know, Brzezinski isn't treating treatable cancers. He's treating untreatable cancers. Right. He's not going after. He's not like, oh, well, I got a fucking cure for Lou Garrett. What? I, oh, I don't know which one. It was It leukemia. There's one of them like yeah, one of the low level leukemia ones. They're pretty on survivable. Right. Type, yeah. He's not going after those. He's going after ones like, it's stage four pancreatic cancer. You know? right. So people, no matter what, they're just fucking completely panicked. And they will sell everything they own to try to get a piece of staying alive. And the same thing here. This is not something that, you know, that you just have an answer for. It's not like it's not like you can walk in and be like, oh, you have this thing. Well, all you have to do is take X, whatever that is. And I'm sure there's plenty of different things out there that I could, you know, point you to. I'm not a doctor, so I don't know which one. But I'm sure that there's plenty of, you have this Here's a this, you know, they don't have that. There is nothing for this. There's, there's what there is is, um, you know they they try to uh, they try to separate the people out. They try to keep people away from each other. They try not to fucking you know dip their fucking hot wings in the person's blood and eat them. <laughs> you know different things. <laughs> <laughs> Extra Ebola e. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! It's a it's a new flavor at Buffalo Nigerian Wild Nigerian yeah. jerk sauce. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that's disgusting. Sierra Sierra, oh, Sierra Leone sriracha yeah. sauce. <laughs> it's <laughs> like fucking <Why can> <laughs> Oh you shit! You really gotta just drag your Texas toast through that too. Oh, you know? Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, <laughs> that's good stuff. No, but, you know, clearly, you know, there's, there's, there's ways to, to, (laughs) there's ways to, you know, keep it away from, from humans. And then, you know, the fucking, the thing is, is like, you're also, the worst part about this is, you're giving people a false sense of confidence, right? So... The way in which to prevent you from getting it is to not fucking dip your bread on their face. You know what I mean? Like, and, right. you know, don't kiss the dead and don't, you know, practice these safe practices. Don't fucking get near their sweat or their fucking blood. You know, when they're fucking bleeding out the eyes, nose, face and throat, you know, <laughs> you want to stay away from that stuff. So but now what happens if I fucking rub this thieves oil on myself and then I'm like, well, I'm, I'm protected. No problem. Yeah, right. You're actually helping spread it even more. Yeah, man. And, you know, it's funny because
4: one of the things that occurs to me is, you know, for a lot of advertising, they sell you fear first. Right. And then they sell you the solution to that fear, whether it's a mild fear, like how are you going to get that fucking grass stain out of your clothes? Oh, fuck. I hadn't thought of that. Oh, here's how you get that grass stain out of your clothes. Like, oh, yay, It's awesome in a situation like this for these people, because the media's doing all the fear selling. So they, don't, they, have to, they only have to concentrate their marketing efforts on the back half of the transaction. It's, it's almost like somebody's like saying like, yeah, I'll, I'll pay half for all your commercials. Oh, sweet. That's a great deal. He's got to pay half for all my commercials. You're going to generate the fear because Ebola is fucking scary. We're going to generate the fear. And then all I have to do is just propose my bullshit as the solution. And really, like with Ebola, you're not going to get around to suing me if I'm wrong like, it's not like yeah. you're going to be like, um, yeah. yeah, I had Ebola. I'm feeling a lot better now, though. I yeah. had Ebola and I it's wrote in remission.
2: <laughs>
1: I'm good. Yeah, I recovered from SIDS and now I recovered from Ebola. Right, and I'm yeah. And i Full recovery. Yeah. Full recovery. Amazing.
4: So, the Washington Post also has a story related to Ebola, not surprisingly, um... God is angry with Liberia, local religious leaders say, blaming Ebola on homosexualism. What? Is that a thing? That's a thing now. Yeah. Um, So no surprise, it took approximately like six seconds, I think, um, for people to blame the Ebola outbreak um, on homosexuals because Ebola has nothing to do with your sexuality
1: Jesus. at all. There's a... I guess it's a not-safe-for-work picture down near the bottom. There's a dead body on the street. Um, but, you know, it's crazy to see, like, a dead body in the street, right? Like, because you always see, like, then in the movies, in those, like, outbreak-type movies or whatever. There's, like, a dead body, and you're like, how the fuck did you get in the street? <laughs> just <laughs> like, how the, the- fuck? like, Aren't you, like, sick at home? And then they like, you just die at home, right? And, like, you see, like, watch the stand or whatever, and there's people in their cars, and they're just dead. And you're like, well, where the fuck were you going? You know? and, like, I'm out of here. Sick. You're fucking bleeding out of your face. Where are you going? But instead, like, like I guess that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess I, I stand corrected. There is a, le- a dead <laughs> man in the street. All right, fair enough. I guess you just feel busy when you're going to die. Uh-uh, I don't know. <laughs> you got Look, brother, you got
4: errands to run. You got errands yeah. to run.
1: <laughs> A little, get to the post office and get stamps. They're not going to get themselves. What kind of pussy-ass case of
4: Ebola stops you from going to get your <laughs> fucking shit done?
1: Exactly. Exactly. Oh, yeah,
4: my organs are yeah. liquefying. What fucking ever, dude. <laughs> get your shit done.
1: A hard-working-ass yeah. motherfucker. That's the yeah. thing. You know, the, the, the talk about the gay's you know basically it's it's homosexualism is causing the the uh, Ebola crisis you're just like okay well i would believe you if only homosexuals got Ebola i would believe you if only people who supported you know gay rights got Ebola yeah i and would the believe bigots you. were like i'm fine i'm fucking protected by my layer of bigotry right <laughs> nothing can get through it <laughs> bigot forces
4: unite <laughs> like, form like a bigot shield like and the Ebola virus is trying to get through. And it's like, yeah. fuck, he's a bigot. We can't penetrate his bigot armor. It's nothing we <laughs> can do. We tried. Like the fucking Ebola virus like goes back to report to its Ebola captain. It's like, captain, <laughs> we can't. There's nothing. We've tried everything. They're routing our forces at every turn.
1: He's impregnable. His <laughs> anus is too tight.
4: <laughs> is he from Kentucky? He <laughs> is, sir. There's nothing we can do. We've been defeated. So we're going to take a break and give you all the information that you need to become a patron of the show. And we'll return in just a moment.
0: Want to contact the guys? Go to dissonancepod.com to get links to their Google+, Facebook, and Twitter accounts. If you want to contact them directly, send an email to dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. Or you can call and leave a message at 740-74-DOUBT. That's 740-743-6828. Do you want to support the show? Go to patreon.com. That's P A T R E O N.com forward slash dissonance pod. Or click the link on the podcast homepage and you can donate to the production of Cognitive Dissonance on a per episode basis. If you can't spare any money, take a second to give us a five star review on iTunes or Stitcher or spread the word about the show. We want to send a big heartfelt glory hold to all the patrons and people who rate us. You fucking rock.
4: So this story comes from the Daily Beast. Reagan book is the latest conservative fail. Um, This is the Facebook Cecil for Patriots. Reagan book. I don't wait. What? Yeah, man. Evidently, like, because we all know, like, the conservatives are, uh, you know, they're constantly being marginalized despite being close to 50 percent of the population, if not more sometimes. So they're always being marginalized. So they have to eschew the popular um, social media sites and 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 websites like Wikipedia. So now they have Conservapedia, and Facebook with its with its obvious bias, obvious liberal bias, where anybody can have a page. Somehow that's biased. Anyway, uh, there's now a Reagan. <laughs> I, I don't uh, Reagan think you book.
1: understand what bias means. Right? You say that like you just you just gave up. Like you started reading the dictionary, you got through A, and then you gave up. <laughs> You
4: did not get to be. It's so funny too because I read this story. Like, so they're starting the fucking Facebook for idiots, like the conservative Facebook. Yeah, it's like
1: Conservapedia for yeah, right.
4: But it's like you know some of the most fucking most vitriolically hate-filled right-wing bullshit I have ever encountered in my life has been on Facebook. Me too. I I mean, nobody would fucking possibly say to me (laughs) some of the crazy ass shit that I have had said to me on Facebook. Nobody, Like, I could be fucking, I could be driving through Oklahoma with a fucking dick in my butt. I was just going to (laughs) say, with a dick in your ass. And a fucking sign that says, like, I fucking love black people and Mexicans. And you're basically hiding behind a glory hole the entire time. And I still would not, I mean, I'd be killed, but I still would not have the fucking horrible shit that I have had spewed (laughs) at me on Facebook. In person. Like, that is... Like, at some point when you're like, oh, God, it's just not conservative enough. Yeah, I know. And why Reagan
1: book? Like, I, what is that? Fucking, they love Reagan, dude. They do love Reagan. You know, it's funny. I've been reading a book, um, and this book is by C.J. Wellerman, uh, and it talks about... It's like Republicans Can't Be Atheists, I think is the name of it, and uh, it's our hope to have him on the show in the future, actually. And uh, I, was, I was reading it, and, and talking about, like, the Reagan policies... And uh, and it's interesting to see sort of like kind of, you know, two sides of Reagan, because clearly the the right loves him. The right just loves that. They love him to death. And then you get a chance to sort of see, you know, there's another set of statistics that, you know, the right doesn't want to talk about. And there's a lot of statistics that come out that like he kind of fucked the economy, kind of did some pretty bad shit and and they just seem to forget that. They just conveniently forget all the bad stuff because we're far enough away from it where now all there is left is hero worship. And so, well, oh, you know, we have this thing from Reagan book. And, you know, you got to think, too, it's like, you know, if you're going to write, you could do, like, a Facebook clone, isn't Facebook going to take you to fucking, j- like, like, to court? Yeah, maybe, but maybe they would just look at this and just shake their fucking heads. You know
4: what I mean? It's like... This is like if if your fucking pit bull gets attacked by a fucking blind, retarded, one-legged, nine-year-old chihuahua, yeah. right? Like, the, the at some point, the dog's like, look, man, I could fucking eat you.
1: Look, man, don't make me do this, bro.
4: Right, yeah. right. Like, like, just, like, looks down, like, opens, like, one massive eye and is like... I will fuck you up. You know, the, <laughs> that's it. Ver- it's just the, over.
1: It's done. The very best part of this article though is the troll stuff that's going on in this. It's so funny because evidently, as soon as they open this shit up, fucking a bunch of trolls jumped on <laughs> with names like Ben Gazi and Al- <laughs> Alzheimer's. And then the best, the very best is they have a picture. And it really does look like Facebook. I mean it oh, looks yeah. exactly like Facebook. And and <laughs> To, to, to like, one of the pages on there is Ronald Reagan's titties. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I want to tell you a couple of the likes. One of them is King Obama, which is hilarious. Somebody King Obama. <laughs> and then the other one is Gristle McThornbody, McThornbody. And Gristle McThornbody is a line from a Mystery Science Theater 3000 episode called Space Mutiny, which if you have, if you like Mystery Science Theater and you haven't seen Space Mutiny, it's one of the funniest ones ever. But somebody got the name Gristle McThornebody. <laughs> it so great. It was just fucking awesome. And then they wound up finding a page called Ronald Reagan's titties, <laughs> and they liked it. And I think that is absolutely delightful. There is, no, there is nothing in this, and the best part is, is that the page is categorized as monarch. So Ronald Reagan's titties are a monarch. <laughs> Everything in that, Tom, is absolutely delightful.
4: I know, man. I love I do love so much that the, <laughs> that the trolls just attack this shit. It's just like, it's like, wait a minute. This because you know what this is? This is like when we were kids, you know, and we were gonna fucking vandalize the fucking weird neighbor. Yeah. And we had to actually go out of the house and fuck with the weird neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> Now yeah. you're like, hey, it just spreads. It's like, have you seen Reagan book? And someone's no. like, whoa, <laughs> I can do horrible things to this. Somebody <laughs> clearly
1: loves this. I'm going to wait. shit on it. I can't it's the wait. internet. Yeah, they <laughs> can't do anything about me coming on here and making a page called Ronald Reagan's titties. I right. Mean, that is just. That is just fucking. I am smiling ear to ear. I cannot help myself but smile at that. That is absolutely wonderful.
3: Let me tell you
2: something, Alan. If America continues to reject the mercy of the Christian cross, America will live under the tyranny of the Islamic sword. So
4: this story comes from Right Wing Watch. Brian Fisher agrees with ISIS that the Yazidis are devil worshippers, and that's why Obama is defending them. Brian Fisher is the biggest fucking bag of
1: assholes. (laughs) Like it's an entire bag. All he's by the whole himself. bag. He's just a he fucking is. animated bag of assholes. He's like a revolving door of assholes. That's what he is. you know yeah. you cannot. You
4: seriously you cannot follow, even 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 at a distance. The fucking unbelievable horrors that ISIS is wreaking across Iraq and Syria. It's unfucking believable. Are they making people listen to Brian Fisher? It's almost that bad, man. <laughs> it's almost <laughs> thankfully they behead most of them before wow. they before they cool. play it.
1: I got the sweat off your brow there. I know, man, because it's like getting
4: close to being untenable. Yeah, man. I'm telling
1: you. Well, let's subject our listeners to Brian Fisher right now. <laughs> Um, this is Brian Fisher from his uh, dipshit Brian Fisher show, whatever it is, American Family Association, Brian Fisher bullshit. Um, and we're going to do a couple of clips.
4: screeds across
1: America. screed. Here's his focal point clip.
2: Now, he's taking us right back into Iraq fighters dropping bombs.
1: I came to drop bombs. Crimes <laughs> 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 in the Bible's got psalms. All right, here we go.
2: <laughs> Even as we speak, and we'll talk about why. President Obama now has decided to go back into Iraq, and it's because ISIS, the Muslim militants, are slaughtering devil worshipers. So President Obama, we'll get to the details as the program develops, President Obama bringing the full weight of the American military into Iraq now after months and months and months of begging from the Iraqi government now he's going in there because devil worshippers. What? <laughs> God. God, everything is fucking factually wrong with
4: that. Like I every know. single thing that he said is fucking just factually wrong with it. And I'm not going to go through and rehash the politics because other people have done a better job of it. But there's fucking no devil worshipers in Iraq. <laughs> how How long do you think your fucking lifespan would be in Iraq as a devil worshipper? It's not like you could be like, oh, yeah, um, what do you do? Oh, I was just fucking, I would totally meet you over at the mosque, but I've got to worship the devil. So I'm kind of busy.
1: Like, <laughs> you would not make it seven minutes. Yeah. And, you know, the other thing, too, is, I mean, it's just the idea of a devil worship Such a is the stupidest idea ever. Right. Like, who is going to go out of their way to be like, I would like to willingly be evil. Yeah. You know, because we're not talking sense. about Satanism here. We're not talking about because, the, you know, the, the Satanists will always talk about how they're about freedom and they're about this other, you know, the other stuff that they're about. I don't even care what they're about. Yeah. So please don't send us your letters, please, 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 please don't, 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 don't do it. But um, but, you know, clearly this is he's saying devil worshippers, right? He's saying these are people who are like fucking it's like it's like that fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where he fights the devil. Right. And there's like a, a league of people who actually are actively evil human beings who are trying to bring a real devil onto Earth. You know right, what I mean? Like, right, like right. It's like fucking Rosemary's Baby. You're just like, that's not a real thing that happened.
4: No, man, it's, it's not a real thing. And it, you, couldn't, you couldn't even, you can't even stop for a second and think, like, rationally that something like that could happen. How could you have a community of people where all of the people were evil? You cannot have a community of evil people. That's just not, like, (laughs) those things don't work. It'd be like, hey, you want to buy my goods and services? Fuck you, I'll rape and kill your mother. Like, oh, yeah, I'm evil, too, so I'll shoot you in the face. Like, it would just fall apart, like, immediately. Right, yeah. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Plus, nobody would worship the devil. Like, I've said it before on the show, like, devil worship doesn't make any sense because if you believe in a devil, like a satanic devil, a devil, like an actual evil thing, then (laughs) that means that you are, like... You're a Christian, like, or, or you have a different faith because it comes from something, right? It's not like, like there's like a, a theology <laughs> of just like the inherent goodness of the devil because if it was inherent goodness, it wouldn't be the devil. It just it doesn't, doesn't make God. any sense. Like, it's yeah. like theologically inconsistent with itself. It's fucking jib jab, man. And it's not why fucking Obama's fucking doing limited fucking airstrikes in Iraq. Maybe it either.
1: is. You don't know. I don't know,
2: dude. under <laughs> <laughs> attack. When Christians were under attack, they've been fleeing for months. They've been beheaded. They've been crucified by the side of the road. They've been told to convert, submit, or die. When they convert, their wives are taken to become Islamic wives for the Muslims who have forced them to submit. And nothing, nothing from this White House. Miriam Abraham, Christian woman in a rat hole of a prison in Sudan, shackled to the wall, forced to give birth in this prison. Shackled to the wall. Nothing from President Obama. Saeed Abedini, Iranian pastor in a hellhole of a jail prison in uh, Iran. Nothing from President Obama. But they go after devil worshipers. All of a sudden, the entire weight. Of the United States government sent in there to relieve them.
1: You know, the thing is, is you know, you know, I think he's right. The reason why is the devil worshippers have a nice big red phone, and they use that <laughs> to call. Calling. It's like it's like calling Commissioner Gordon on the old timey Batman. Right? <laughs> it like, is like
4: it's like a flip top devil head
1: yeah. to get to the phone.
4: They all get just open one. It like it up and they
1: pull it out. Yeah. It's a big ass red phone. Even though and like you're living in Obama. fucking.
4: You know, like barbaric fucking 14th century squalor on the side of a mountain in fucking yeah. nowhere Iraq. You still have like a fucking brass, like bust of the devil whose yeah. head swivels and has a fucking telephone line directly to Obama.
1: That's yeah, how it works. B- well, sure. Yeah. Just and, fucking and, how it works. And clearly the the difference in power all across, like, you know, like it's like they're they're like the Masons, right? You know, like if there's like this sort of secret brotherhood of devil worshippers, and clearly, Obama <laughs> is one of those people. Along with, uh, you know, so you have the highest of the high, which is Obama, who clearly has all the power and the weight of the American military and can basically decide where that goes, even though that's not technically true. Oh, <laughs> and that's, then, no, that's not. And yeah, then right. there's like these lowly guys in Iraq who are devil worshippers being attacked by ISIS. You know, and you know clearly Obama feels a kinship with those people.
4: Right, and that's why he's bringing the the full weight of the, the American military in the form of limited airstrikes.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's basically, they're, it's not airstrikes, they're just landing planes on them, because it's the full <laughs> it's weight. It's the full weight, yeah. yeah. They're, just,
4: they're just fucking dropping from, like, fucking C-130s, <laughs> just anvils. It's, it's fucking,
1: like, it's old school weight. style, like, Wiley like Coyote fucking, shit. Exactly. <laughs> People get hit, and then they have, like, a huge bump that gets on their head and goes <laughs> through the anvil. The only, the only solution yeah. is to press it back down. Yeah. Like... <laughs> He puts back down and it comes out somewhere
0: else.
3: <laughs> and it you know, doesn't mean that there aren't groups of people in this country that, uh, you know, that I have sympathy for. I do. And there are kids that were brought into this country by their parents unknowing that they were breaking the law. And they will say to me and others who defend the rule of law, we have to do something about the 11 million. And some of them are valedictorians. Well, my answer to that is, and then, by the way, their parents brought them in. It wasn't their fault. It's true in some cases, but they aren't all valedictorians. They weren't all brought in by their parents. Uh, for everyone who's a valedictorian, there's another hundred out there that um, they weigh 130 pounds and they've got calves the size of cantaloupes because they're hauling seventy five pounds of marijuana across the desert.
4: This story's also from right wing watch. It's fucking super weird. Michelle Bachman worries that unaccompanied children will be used for medical experiments.
1: We, we just got that's it. That's all you need to say. Let me just play with <laughs> you. Oh, I'm already crazy. choking back the vomit. Crazy! Here we go. Here's this is Michelle Bachman from Wall Builders Live. Uh, Wall Builders Live, huh? What a welcoming show that is. That Wall, wall builders, builders Live. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I wonder what their topics are. She had to I'm take a black before I wonder, she could speak. There. I wonder if. I wonder if they're going to talk about immigration. <laughs> let's No, hear. no, yeah, from Wall Builders. Let's hear. Yeah. Impossible.
3: A foster child by definition is a ward of the state. We have 400,000 foster children in this country, and now President Obama is trying to bring um, all of the foreign nationals, the illegal aliens to the country, and he has said that he will put them in the foster care system. Well, I will tell you from personal experience, we don't have enough foster parents now in the country for the kids in America. We, we certainly don't have enough foster parents for all of the illegal aliens that the president is trying to bring in right now. But, again, that's more kids that you can see how it, no, we can't imagine doing this. Yeah. But if you have a hospital and they are going to get millions of dollars in government grants if they can conduct medical research on somebody and a ward of the state can't say no. A little kid can't say no if they're a ward of the mm. state. No matter what,
1: if you, I mean, even if you push their face and contort it so that their lips are apart, they just can't say it. They literally cannot say no. <laughs> well, what government contract?
4: What government contract gives millions of dollars to hospitals to experiment <laughs> on little kids? What country are we living in? I know. Like, is it all of a sudden? Like, is this fucking 1943 in Germany at this point? The fuck is going on? As if, that's the thing, Cecil, it's like she says it as if that's like something, like hospitals, like hospital workers are out there and they're like, like fucking roaming the streets, like picking up fucking unattended children for their fucking evil hospital experiments. Like. (laughs) Like, ah, that evil. evil fucking black trench-coated kidnapper from Advocate Christ Hospital. <laughs> Wait,
1: what? Well, what are they testing on them, too? Just like, that's the other thing, too, is like, like what are they, just like fucking like randomly amputating limbs right. just for the fun of it? Just like, oh, man, I got this great contract to amputate limbs off of another human being. And there's nothing to, I mean, that's it. They just like, it. That's they're that's just that's fucking. It. Like, you know what it is? Basically. It's like,
4: they just pull them off like fucking kids playing yeah. with flies. They're just exactly. like luck. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: exactly.
4: And it's I don't even think hospitals do a tremendous amount of research. Like most of the research is done by like, like the NIH and the CDC and the fucking university health universities, yeah. And fucking pharmaceutical like actual hospitals are in the business generally of treating patients. I think Not that's wandering cr- around kidnapping
1: orphans. You know this is t- <laughs> what like, the work? fuck. Like she lives in such a Dickensque world. You know what, what I yeah, mean? Exactly. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> it's like a little kid walks up there and he's got one prosthetic limb. He's like, "Please, sir, I can, can I have, have some, some more?" You know uh, uh, what I uh, what I I, can't, I marvel at though, Tom, is that this is two stories in a row where somebody just says. <laughs> Whatever they want, <laughs> <laughs> with no basis in fact. What well, they just like, they're just, like, whatsoever. <laughs> just like, I mean, they could just be like, and Obama, he shoots a bola rays out of his <laughs> eyes. You know, like, okay, that's cool. There's nine more seconds. I'm just curious if she says anything else.
3: So here you could have this institution getting millions of dollars from our government to do medical experimentation, and a kid can't even say no, it's sick.
2: Follow the money.
3: (laughs) (laughs) What money? What imaginary
4: fucking monopoly economy (laughs) are you fucking talking about? Where the government just gives hospitals millions of dollars?
1: To, fucking, like, to, to
4: perform experiments
1: <laughs> on orphans? Oh, oh, God. I love that at the end of it, he says that cliche. It's like, follow the money. <laughs> he doesn't know
4: what else to say. You seriously, like, that's the thing. It's like, I have no idea what to say to this <laughs> woman right now.
1: Hey, follow the platitude. Money. It's a fucking amazing. Oh, man. Follow the money. I love fucking, it's like. We love the free market, but... <laughs> yeah, we love the free market,
4: but we hate the free market.
1: We, we you know, hate the f- Isn't
4: she also yeah. making a case that, like, life sucks in America, so these kids would be better <laughs> off living elsewhere?
1: It's true, too. Like
4: She's like, hey, look, I know that you fucking made this yeah. unbelievably dangerous, arduous journey across Central America, through Mexico, probably by rail, with a fucking low expectation of, of fucking surviving the trip to cross dangerously probably at night through dozens of miles of inhospitable desert but i got to tell you what it's you wouldn't believe the shit we're going to do to you here <laughs> if you thought that was bad
1: the shit that is going to happen the shit storm in southern ohio oh, you yeah. cannot understand look out look out cuz you you know you got to you got to basically submit to fucking doctor frankenstein <laughs> When you go into the hospital, there's those huge, like, fucking, like, uh, like, big lightning rods that the lightning shoots. Like, the top opens up like a fucking giant terrarium (laughs) so that the fucking... (laughs) Table can lift it up to the sky to and life. present better to the. Exactly. And they just kill the kids and put the parts on different ones and see if they can raise them back up. I mean, that's just how it works.
4: Every time you walk into a hospital, like I'm sure you've seen it, like you walk in, there's like the reception and registration area, and then there's like the dozens and dozens of giant vats of formaldehyde with dead kids in them just like floating there.
1: And every nurse has a humpback. Like, Follow the- me, sir. <laughs> Sorry, I'll be following the money there Thank you very right. much I would be following
4: you If your name is the money The
1: money <laughs> So we want to thank uh, all of our patrons But we specifically want to thank uh, our newest patrons Chrissy, Niall, Joanna, Sakura, Gruff, David, Natasha and Jonathan, thank you all so much for donating. Uh, your hard-earned dollars go a long way to making sure, sure the show is possible, and we appreciate all of our patrons. So thank you all very much. And we are very soon going to be uh, scouting a place right now to uh, to to find a place that is uh, that is suitable for our uh, for our picnic that we're going to be having, which we're hoping will go off this year. We're, we're it's our it's our plan to have it. Um, either late September, early October. Uh, We will keep you informed as time goes on, but the announcement for that's probably going to be near the end of the month, and then uh, we'll basically be accepting RSVPs to it. Another thing that we're going to try to do, Tom, is we're going to try to see if we can maybe set up a volunteer day based on that right beforehand. So you would come out. Maybe if you wanted to, you didn't have to do both, but if you wanted to do both, you could volunteer your time. We're hoping to maybe do something with, like, the Chicago Food Depository, and it'll be a couple hours, and then we would basically just head out to the picnic area and just go and have a picnic afterwards. So it would be a little bit of uh, volunteer work and then a little bit of hanging out, drinking some Cognitive Dissonance brews and eating some Cognitive Dissonance burgers and uh, some store-bought veggie burgers. (laughs) Yeah,
4: Yeah, I'm not making fucking homemade... Store, I know. Uh, veggie burgers. Uh, a, a homemade veggie burger is fucking lettuce. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, like, at that point, it's like lettuce in a bun
1: lettuce and, and a bun. I was talking to somebody recently. We were having a conversation about, um, you know, it's okay to try to make burger-like items, right? And be like, okay, this is a vegan burger or vegetarian burger. Because it's basically chopped up stuff sort of in a patty-like sure, shape. Yeah. And then you cook it and, it, you know, it maybe it tastes like a burger. Maybe it doesn't taste like a burger. But in, in any case, it's a burger-like item, right? That's okay to try to do. But when they try to be like, I ate a vegan filet, mignon, And you're like, no, you didn't. No. No, no, no you, you didn't. did not. No, there's nothing like that. No. <laughs> there's nothing you can do that can make it like that. I get that you don't want to eat meat. That's cool. Don't pretend to eat a steep T bone steak. Yeah, That's just not I love gonna, when it's
4: like, Oh man, I had the the whatever and it was just as good. It's like mm, it might have been good.
1: It might have been good, but good. mine had bacon oh, and suffering. Yeah. So, yeah. man, I went to a vegan restaurant one time and it was the worst experience <laughs> I've ever had. It was so bad. Oh, it was terrible. It's so funny because I ordered what I thought they'd be good at, right? I was like, oh, well, I'll get a vegetable thing. I'm just gonna fucking let's just fucking do this. We'll get a vegetable thing. So, I ordered this, like it's like a potato tart, right? It had like leeks and potatoes and it was in this like little tiny, and and this is a gluten-free restaurant too if you wanted it, but this one clearly had gluten. It was like puff pastry type like stuff and it was made in this tartlet little form and it came out and I tasted it. It was the most bland shit I ever had. (laughs) So I took it home and the next day I come in and I look in the fridge and it's gone. I had gone somewhere during the day and I was like, I asked my wife, I'm like, what'd you do with it? Did you eat that? Because clearly it was not good. (laughs) And she's like, oh yeah, I ate it. I was like, you ate it? And she's like, yeah, we had a little bit of salt pork left over in the fridge. I sauteed that up and threw it on top and it was delicious. Yeah, well, I, the thing is, like, it, it, that's a good
4: substrate, right? Like yeah, That's right. like the canvas. Right. Yeah. But you still have to paint on the fucking thing.
1: <laughs> it's not a good place to eat. But in any case, we're looking forward to having that uh, vegan uh, barbecue. Vegan friendly barbecue. <laughs> vegan friendly. It will be a real barbecue. <laughs> Oh. Foods. Various foods. We got a message from WT, and WT says, um, I like how he spelled my name here. He says, Hi, Tom and Cecil, and he spells it with two E's. I love that. <laughs> I love that they don't pronounce it that way. I think it's hilarious that the, it's somehow pr- mispronounced overseas. In all the other countries. I know. It's, I, like, it's like the metric system. It's, it's like how they drive on the wrong side <laughs> of the road. Right. Yeah. Like dumb bastards. I mean, no offense. <laughs> Uh, he says uh, I just wanted to say how much I enjoy the show unfortunately this compliment is in lieu of donation he can't afford it right now being out of work yeah you know look clearly uh, we love it when we get mail like this because it just shows like you know people really do enjoy the show and it makes us feel good that you like it Um, you know, the, the, the money that people give us, we're always, you know, super happy for, and we're always, we always want to thank those people, but we also want to thank people just for listening and just for enjoying and, and, and sharing it with other people. So thank you for listening. And, uh, and we hope you, uh, we hope it gives you something, you know, clearly it's a bad time if you're out of work. So hopefully it, you know, it gives you a little bit of, uh, little bit of uh, humor in your life where maybe there might be a little less now.
4: Yeah, we'd hate for anybody to feel guilty because they can't donate to the show. If you can donate, great.
1: If you can't donate, that's okay, too. We, we're glad to have you as a listener. We have, I, I'm always shocked at this, time. We have scientists who listen to our show. Yeah, I, i you know, I, I, I've thought about that a it's little like bit. It's like doctors I, and like I, scientists. I'm like, wait, what?
4: I can't, I've never understood that phenomenon. I would assume it would only be like, I don't know, what. what's the job where you like, clean out the porta potty and then whatever job is under that
1: whatever job like,
4: that would be the guy
1: who towels off the, the guy
4: g- who <laughs> cleans <laughs> the porta potty the guy who power washes that guy
1: <laughs> yeah but uh, but uh Tom why didn't you read uh, uh, Leah's um, yeah Leah's she sent us an
4: email it says glory hole i listen to your podcast all the time at work and i just nearly broke a shitload of glassware and spilled chemicals everywhere listening to you guys name off fake diseases, crazy eyes Bachman would make up, discussing the merits of screwing chickens and cows versus eating them, and Jesus taking the wheel and running down motorists. I laughed so hard my eyes teared up and misaligned my contacts, (laughs) and my safety glasses got so foggy I couldn't see crap, all while I was attempting to walk, holding a glass bottle full of chemicals, and my shoulders were shaking furiously, from laughing myself, Silly. Love you guys. Oh, Jesus, man. That's outrageous. That's awesome. Good, I would love Lord. to actually be that funny. Yeah. That would be <laughs> the thing too. is we're aided by the
1: fumes in her lab. That's right, what's clear. Exactly. Yeah, clearly. We got some great gay mafia names from Harley. I think this is fucking great. Some of these gay mafia names. Um Buff Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Just the tip. <laughs> Bumster. I like <laughs> this one. good. Johnny Sausage is my favorite. <laughs> Billy Fingered. Um... He's like little fairy, and he's like little Larry. Maybe pushing a little. I like that he's like recognizing that he's not. he's like maybe these he's, second yeah, he's second guessing his own humor. Yeah, second guessing of fabulous Alan, fashionable Joe. That's Those would good. be yeah, that would be a really funny um, skit if there was a
4: big game off. That would be fucking hilarious. Yeah, put together awesome. by the right people, not us. Yeah,
1: put together by funny people. Right. See if you could find some funny people. Yeah, find us. That.
4: Email us their names. Yeah. We'd like yeah. to.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna hire him. Fucking right for the show. Get some
4: tips. Just the
1: tip. Just the tip. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a message from Patrick, and Patrick says, Hey, Tom and Cecil, having listened to the show for some time, I judge you both fans of baked goods, much like myself. Uh, to that end, I submit these lyrics to a traditional hymn that I put together after he- having uh, the, pr- the phrase father, son, and the holy wheat toast rattling around in my head. So, Tom, please read Patrick from Evanston's Psalm. Praise Ben, from which all cookies flow. Praise Danish
4: bread and nuts of dough. Praise him whose oven bakes the most. Praise waffle bun and whole wheat toast.
1: <laughs> I think that's great. I think it's great, too. I like it, Because you can too.
4: hear the fucking, like, the the chanting intonation that that would be sung in. I can't yeah, do it. Yeah. But
1: yeah. It's fucking great. So, uh, we are going to be putting out a week, another show this week. It's our great hope to have on... Uh, no illusions from the scathing atheist, as well as we hope his uh, news correspondent. He then write. So if we can have them both on, we're going to have them both on. We're hopefully going to discuss the Noah movie with them, and uh, and uh, we may also be appearing on his show soon too. So uh, so hopefully keep keep your uh, keep your ears open for that. We'll let you know if that does go through. But uh, until next time, we will leave you as always with the skeptics creed
4: credulity is not a virtue it's fortune cookie cutter mommy issue hypno babylon bullshit couched in scientician double bubble toil and trouble pseudo quasi alternative acupunctuating pressurized stereogram pyramidal free energy healing water downward spiral brain dead pan sales pitch late night info